0: Hello and welcome to the episode of Octal FM Soundbite. I'm Sefrin. And I'm Gelada, And we are joined yet again by Tony. Hello. Uh, we've asked you to come on because it's probably about one of your most favourite gaming subjects in all the world, which is we're talking about the new Pokemon announcement, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we thought you'd be a bit excited about that. So we thought it'd be best to ask you on to get your, uh, what you said was professional opinions. Is that right? <laughs>
1: um, I wouldn't say professional, but um, <laughs> yeah, maybe a bit fangirly, so...
0: But the the Nintendo Direct for it dropped a couple of days ago, almost straight after we'd finished recording and released the episode on the Nintendo Direct proper that we did. And then I sort of watched that. I was like, oh, this would be pretty good for a soundbite, actually, because this this fits quite nicely in terms of time. Mm -hmm. And the overall announcement is just for a new main series Pokemon game, if you haven't already seen the, the trailer, called Sword and Shield. And it looks to be a full Switch title, like kind of moving away from the the original kind of handheld 3DS models that they've been using for quite some time now. It looks a bit like, because I, I made the comparison, it looks a bit like the Pokemon Let's Go games, but you mentioned that it was all almost based on the new game Town, is that right?
2: Yeah, there's this like, it was announced ages ago, there's a game being made by Game Freak, who also make Pokemon, called Town for Nintendo Switch. And when they announced it, it's like, this feels like a trial run of the game engine for the new Pokemon games, because you just look at it and you're like, it's got monsters and it's got like a world to explore and it's quite colorful. And it's like, this could be Pokemon if it had Pokeballs in it. Mm. And so I wonder if that is the game engine that they've used here rather than the let's go game engine, Mm. or maybe it's something entirely new. Who knows? Um, We'll probably know more once we can see like the interface and stuff like that. We'll start to then get a feel of which one it is because like, if the interface is very similar to Let's Go, then it'll be like, okay, fine, it's Let's Go. But yeah, it looks like. I think it looks like the game that everyone was kind of hankering for when Let's mm. Go was announced, in terms of like, you know, it's got the full 3d it's got normal battles like everything looks kind of like the standard ones but they've also said a lot in the trailer and i guess they kind of always say this but they said that you know there is going to be new stuff they are trying to push the boat out a little bit and do different things and stuff like that i guess with its move to switch the most noticeable thing is the classic like it doesn't look like it's on a grid anymore no well the last 3ds ones had that sort of like camera that would change right camera that would change position but otherwise was fairly fixed Mm -hmm. like in the cities right where you would like walk around and then the camera would change to a different place and you couldn't change the camera yourself
1: yeah and that's the same in let's go as well you can't change the camera yourself and i do find when i'm playing let's go after playing something like red dead where you can sort of change the camera you go into playing let's go and you're trying to use your stick to move the camera and you can't so it'll be interesting to see if this game can do that but From the trailer, it doesn't necessarily give anything away regarding that. Yeah, it's not
2: super clear, is it?
1: No.
0: It doesn't really show you much of anything in terms of gameplay, really. Like, it shows some actual scenes of someone playing the game but like you said with all the ui removed and sort of without any context of how you're controlling the character so it's kind of hard to get a gauge on that right now this is very much a teaser rather than an actual gameplay trailer this is just to get people excited about the game itself and one of the things that they've sort of pushed towards is This new setting, which I think is kind of interesting because for us, it looks to be like it's set in like a UK based setting, which is pretty cool. And it's got a combination of like rolling hills, but then it's got very kind of high snowy mountains quite prominently as well in the trail. I think like twice it shows sort of like a mine, like a gem mine players goes underground. So I'm guessing there's going to be some like new Pokemon that are going to be related to that. And then it shows like cities with lots of industry, sort of almost like Victorian-esque steampunk style industry, uh, which, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's a really fresh take on, on the environment that's going to be within It's mm. a lot more urban than ever before, which is really interesting because I remember going back as far as, say, something like Pokemon Gold and Silver, and you used to walk into one of the really big towns. there's like Goldenrod City, I think it was. And the city was sort of like maybe double the size of the starting village, even though it was supposed to be like this gigantic mega city. (laughs) Whereas now it feels like that is actually going to be what it's going to be. It's going to be like an actually big city where you you walk around it for a good length of time. Uh, And there's going to be an environment within the city for Pokemon where you can, you know, catch them, battle wild Pokemon you know, that kind of thing. It's going to be basically just a new environment.
1: Yeah, and also just going on from that really is just the the general aesthetic of the game just looks, to me, amazing. It just Mm. looks really vibrant and and like beautiful colours, like especially there's like a green, very green sort of leafy looking town as well as that steampunk one. And yeah, I'm not saying the other games weren't colourful, they've always been colourful, but I just think it's a, a real step up with the sort of the graphical... Graphical possibilities of the switch
2: yeah it looks a little bit like there's a lot more scale like there's sort of shots where you there's a lot of landscape in the background and stuff like that and because pokemon has typically been a very like top down sort of camera view you never really get that sense of scale and that sort Mm. of uh, speaks to what you said as well about the the towns and cities being like seven buildings um you know and stuff like that like Mm. whereas because you just don't have that kind of viewpoint that gives you a sense of scale and it looks like maybe they're trying to they're trying to go for that a little bit more, in this, trying to make it feel more like an entire cohesive world. Because the other thing, of course, is that, uh, is that Pokemon often uh, gates areas off yeah. with, like, buildings to transition you from one thing to another, or, like, has kind of, like, transition areas. And that's yeah. because it's not really a cohesive world because of the way that it's designed and the way that it's pieced together, whereas this looks like, at least based on the this it is as you say a teaser trailer but it looks a little bit like it's a bit more cohesive um, Mm and which would be really cool i
0: think it'll make it feel a lot more like a real open world for you to explore and kind of lose yourself in as opposed to just being another level within pokemon if that makes sense um like going back to some of the more traditional ones again because they're the ones i played more quite honestly i'm far less knowledgeable in pokemon than you guys are but it would be like okay, now I'm in the Viridian City level. Now I'm in the Celadon City level. Right, you know, exactly. Whereas this sort of feels like a giant world where you can kind of roam around. And I'm assuming that there will be like gates in place, like like traditionally where you have to get like a certain move set or a certain Pokemon or a certain event in the game to allow you to progress to keep you sort of like on track of where the game wants you to be roughly. But it also, like you say, that sense of scale does feel much grander this time. So maybe that won't be anywhere near as prominent. Maybe there'll be a lot more area that you can explore. Hell, it might be sort of like almost side quest style areas where you can just kind of go and explore
2: on your own and and, and have a little wander around. Something that I thought about though was maybe if they're looking at all at Breath of the Wild and the way that Breath of the Wild sort of broke the mould in terms of Zelda games, they could do that here as well with Pokemon, I think it's probably more of a stretch to see that from a Pokemon game than it is from a Zelda game. But nonetheless, you never know with the transition to Switch as well. That may be an opportunity to mix things up a bit.
1: I mean, we don't really know anything yet because as, as we've said like many times, it's a, a teaser, but you never know. They may have sort of level scaling with the yeah. wild Pokemon. It may not be a little bit less set in stone which way you go. We know, well, I believe we know that gyms are back, something like that but maybe they could do something creative with them rather than, oh, you just need to beat a couple of train- trainers in the gym and then beat the gym leader mm. and you're done. So we really don't know, but there's there are possibilities and hopefully they come up with something that keeps people interested and keeps people coming into the series from Pokemon Go and Let's Go.
0: That's actually a really good point because, as I said earlier, for me, I've actually not really been in all that into Pokémon games for quite a long time now. Like, I think my last one I really properly played was probably Heart, Gold and Soul, Silver. And even then, that was primarily because it really mm. reminded me of playing the old Gold and Silver games back on the Game Boy. This would hopefully be a change of formulas just to re-grab my attention. That would be a great idea. I really like that idea of, like, scaling of Pokémon, so that you can kind of go wherever you want for the most part, within reason, and, and find different Pokémon at different levels. That you can use early on. So maybe, for example, you know, you want a particular Pokemon that normally would be out of your reach until halfway through the game, but you can get it straight away. That'd be great. And just like you say, changing it up a bit just to make it feel a little bit more engaging. Because I must say, Pokemon games for me after say the first like five ten hours really feel like a grind. So I don't know. Hopefully that'll be remedied.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm definitely hopeful, and I'm very excited about it so far. So Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean another thing we could talk about is the starters. Mm. I feel like we don't always know what the new starters are in when a new Pokemon game is announced that early.
0: No, not this early, no.
1: Yeah, like and it's I think I saw someone say something that I completely agreed with that they actually look better as models. They look really good in the trailer. Mm. And um there's something it's it's cute. The art's cute. But there's something almost like a step back when you see them as the art, um, as opposed to the the models, because they're just Mm. so I love that cell shaded thing they've gone for this time and just really brings them to life a lot more than, say, sun and moon or X and Y. Mm. Yeah. So we've got the grass Pokemon Grookey, Mm. which is a mischievous chimp Pokemon that is full of boundless curiosity. I've not heard people don't seem to talk about him as much as the other two. I feel kind of bad for him. (laughs) then you've got Scorbunny, which is the fire one, and then Sobble, which is the water one. And people seem to love Sobble because he's just sad all the time.
2: <laughs> <And> <laughs> he's Scorbun- a bit Mudkip, isn't he? Yeah, he is, he a, is little a little bit, bit
1: Mudkip. I've seen fan art already of Mudkip and Sobble together, <clears throat> being friends.
0: What I'm really hoping is that they aren't just more of the same... Like, it's a monkey. It's a bigger monkey. It's a really big monkey. Uh, I'm hoping for a little <laughs> bit more creativity and sort of what they're going to be at the end. I mean, not, not to say that it won't still be interesting. And I'm still really keen to find out what the other exclusive Pokemon of the area are going to be as well, because that's always fun. So hopefully there'll be some really good creativity there and it won't just be more of the same stuff just reskinned if that makes sense. Mm.
1: Yeah, it would be great to see some more sort of if it is going with a the UK theme to see some more sort of UK inspired species of pokemon like mm. I'd love I'd love a badger, a badger pokemon. How yeah, cool would that be? Yeah. And I know I know we've had hedgehogs, but maybe more hedgehogs, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just like stuff based on UK wildlife would be excellent because I mean, I love UK wildlife mm. so <laughs> No, absolutely.
0: I think that's a, it, it's very ripe for a lot of creativity. So here's hoping
2: that uh, Nintendo and
0: Game Freak do a really good job of that.
2: But yeah, so hopefully uh, you've enjoyed our sort of uh, first impressions of our reaction, if you like, to the trailer. Um, no doubt there's going to be more coverage you know, over the next few months. They reckon that they're going to be released late 2019. So we're expecting to see this early 2020. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. And yeah, in the meantime, I've been Gelada. I've been Saffron.
1: And I've been Tony.
2: And catch us again for another Octal FM soundbite very soon.